What a beautiful day for a podcast. I mean, on the day we record the podcast, we got Patrick Mahomes with a whopping 10-year, $503 million deal. That's a lot of guap there, Riz. A lot of guap. It's a lot of guap. Uh, Record-breaking deal, not just as an NFL player, but uh, as an athlete in general. So it's 10 years, $503 million. I think throughout the day since it came out, we've been hearing like different stories of what it is. We've, we've heard some uh, new terms, guaranteed mechanisms. I've never heard that one before, but we're figuring it out what it all means. So 10 is that the Moneyball stuff? Is that what it is? Yeah, they had Moneyball stuff. Yeah, that's the contracts kind of, now. Oh, they got all they got all the Moneyball guys in there to figure it out. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't think they. I don't think that's. Uh, a nerd definitely figured it out though. A nerd definitely did. Oh, for sure. I, mean, I don't even know. It how, wasn't Andy Reid. I don't even know how they negotiate this. Like, I don't know how. Like, yeah, is Andy Reid in there? Like, I guarantee Andy Reid is the last guy in there. He's just like, yeah, lock him up. Lock him up. Is it too up. early to call Patrick Mahomes my goat? He's my goat going forward. He's your goat. He's uh, yeah, he's taking the reins from Tom Brady, even though he doesn't have as many Super Bowl wins as Tom Brady. He's taking the reins as the goat. I think you goat. could say in terms of arm talent, like he's the goat. No, I'm saying in terms of contract, he's the goat. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're all in agreement. Uh, ten year, five hundred three million, and it's it's interesting. It seems like there is. So first we were hearing one hundred forty million guarantee, but it turns out that it's actually sixty three million at signing. That's just at signing though. Um, and then there will be an additional 103.5 million by March 2021. So that's next off season. Um, basically, the way I look at it, the way I can summarize this is, it feels like there is multiple contracts in one here, which kind of makes sense because it's 10 years. But we've seen 10-year contracts in other sports and even in football, and it's never really felt like this. And the reason I say it is because, you know, usually there's a there's a set guarantee. There's a set guarantee. Right at signing, that's what the total guarantee is. Uh, but he's got guarantees like throughout, you know, the con throughout the contract, and essentially he could get up to that, um, you know, around that 477 million number that's been thrown out there out of the 503 million. So um, there's ways like player options he can opt out. We're still waiting on the details of when those are, how they exactly work. But um, it, what I gathered is if he remains in Kansas City through the whole contract, he's gonna. In my opinion, I think it, at least at least get the 477 million. I think that's why that number is thrown out there of the 503 million. So pretty ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, the the big question, and I've been taught if you don't follow us on Twitter, Goat House NFL. If you're finding us just now, search the Goat House on YouTube. We have two channels, but talking a lot about it on Twitter and um, you know there are some people out there that don't think this is a smart idea of the Chiefs so I kind of want to get I've been talking about it on Twitter but and I'll probably go on a rant here in a little bit but um kind of want to get your guys thoughts like was this the right move uh I think we're all in agreement that it's kind of kind of risky dangerous I think any contract is but uh any thoughts you guys got on this contract and what it means can, to I, Chiefs can I kick this off go ahead and kick let me it kick off. this off if you can guarantee multiple Super Bowl wins mission accomplished no matter the money, guarantee. that's your goal. That's your that's your goal, though. You have the best quarterback, probably going to be in the history of the NFL, the goat, monetarily and physically playing the game. Eventually, he's going to get to that point if he's projecting that way, if he stays healthy. But if you could guarantee multiple Super Bowls, mission accomplished. That's it. Mission accomplished. I don't think well, you I can mean, guarantee it though. Right. I'm guaranteeing yeah, you... at least one more Super Bowl out of Patrick Mahomes. 
What if it's this well, year? Well, I mean, and that's we could it, predict nine, nine, uh, not even nine more years because it's actually a twelve-year contract. So you still had two more. Well, I just think uh, it, let, let me uh, go, Dan. Let me go. I got you, man. All right, all right. So I mean, it's just it was a necessary move. You're not gonna. This, he's a generational talent, like we've been saying. He's potential has potential to be the greatest of all time. Arm ta- arm talent is already greatest of all time. Uh, and that's baffling that he's just getting his first contract now, and he's already like guaranteed arm talent is there. Most important position in, in football is the quarterback. Could have, and we've seen it time and time again that your team could be subpar, but if your quarterback play is elite or above elite, win games. You make playoff runs. So I, I mean, obviously, if healthy, last year was kind of a freak. His knee popped out. That's not something that's going to keep coming back. It's not like one of those injuries where it's like a muscle tear that you're kind of going to be kind of a little scared, skeptical. I don't know. It's the, it's the move they needed to do. You, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick. That's Mahomes. a lot of. That's a lot of guap. That's a lot of I get it. It's it every bit of it has been deserved. And I just it's we know that every year the salary cap goes up. So the people saying, Oh my god, they just they're killing their salary cap, it's gonna go up regardless. So they're gonna as the years go, as these twelve years go, they're gonna have more cap space. It's just how the NFL goes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. You guys just talked for so long. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I agree with what you guys said. I mean, he's just—I think he's just a one of one of a generation player right there, one of a kind. Um, and I think it's finally, finally, we see—we we talked about the salary cap's going to rise. Finally, we see a football player get paid like what what baseball or basketball players are getting paid. So I think that's a good sign, and hopefully, it continues to be that way. I know they don't play as many games as, as a basketball season or a or a baseball season, but still like these guys <clears throat> still train all all off season. They play pretty much for most most of the year and uh they put their body at risk every single time they're out there. So I think it's well deserved and hopefully again hopefully we see more and more contracts that are um record breaking I it's know. Like, wow. hopefully, hopefully, we see more, more, and more contracts that are record breaking for each position. That's what we keep seeing. Here's a here's a uh, question for you guys. I'm looking at the top 100 ranked uh, athletes and their salaries. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes number one out of the top 100. Where's the next football player on this list? Uh, like total value contracts or like total value player? contracts. Total next value football player. I mean, you s thirty. I don't know. It's not that far. Uh, well, the next to Patrick Mahomes has got to be Ronaldo and Messi. I'm saying, I'm saying football players. Oh, you're saying football. not those football Wait. players. I'm saying NFL. I you said football the- players. Uh, the it's question. the athletes list. It's the a- the athletes list. So the the most paid athletes, their highest paid athletes in terms of contract, out of all the oh, athletes. Yeah, I, got, I got what you. Patrick got Mahomes is number one. Where out of a top 100, where would the next football well, player yeah, rank? Okay. I understood that. I was like trying to list guys that were ahead of the next football, so I can figure out. Okay. So, uh, a couple soccer players. LeBron James. LeBron James. Um, I don't even know who's the next highest paid basketball. There's got to be a few basketball players up there. I don't know. You you realize you have to also realize that baseball is over also the one of the highest. Like Trout's you know, up there. Yeah. Probably around the 15. Can, range. can I just stop? I'm just gonna stop you right there. You guys are way off. Do you know yeah. who that player would be? The NFL player? Yeah. 
Matt, Matt Ryan has a 150 million total value, but I don't know what you're, what list you're looking at. I don't know if you're looking at from the signing of their contract or going forward. See, it's Matt Ryan or Russell Wilson. It is Matt Ryan is the next up on this list, and he is ranked 61. There's uh, 60 other athletes, excuse me, 59 other athletes separating the two. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Which is crazy. uh, Yeah, I'm glad you started talking about that because I actually have, uh, if we look, kind of compare in terms of football, the NFL, Mahomes' contract, total value, we talked about it, 503 million, and then Matt Ryan is the next most, 150 million. Uh, and then actually the next most would be Khalil Mack in total value. The Bears pass rusher at 141 million. But if we're just looking at the quarterback, quarterback point of view, you know Russell Wilson's at 140 million. So you see the difference there. Obviously, how lengthy the contract is plays a part. So then you look at average per year. Patrick Mahomes now leads that in the NFL, 50.3 million. Russell Wilson would be number two, average per year at 35 million. Uh, and then Big Ben Roethlisberger, 34 million there. Uh, and then you look at and you look at the guarantees, which we're still trying to figure out. Mahomes guaranteed. Um, we're looking at you know that that sixty to one hundred forty range by you know throughout the year. I don't know the exact numbers yet, but he's supposed to get another hundred or so million next year too. So it's it's a very strange with the guarantees. It keeps adding up. But basically, uh, four hundred seventy seven million is the number that he could be guaranteed if he finishes that contract with the Chiefs. But the next most is Jared Goff actually led total guaranteed before this. It was at $110 million, and we're looking at Mahomes possibly getting $477 million. Uh, and then Carson Wentz would be number three at $108 million. So it's pretty interesting to see that before this, it was different. It was Matt Ryan in total value. It was Russell Wilson in average per year. It was uh, Jared Goff in total guarantees. Now it's just Mahomes by a landslide across the board. Um, so pretty interesting stuff. They should go that uh, Bobby Bonilla style. Like so, after all these years, and they, if they're having struggles with their cap, they renegotiate and say, "We're going to pay you for the next forty years, X amount of dollars." So basically, we'll just pay for the rest of your things for the rest of your life. He's getting like one point nine million or one point like one point one nine million until like twenty thirty five. Every July first, actually... he gets paid. Yeah, yeah, and that's like right around when uh, Mahomes' contract gets done. Was it twenty thirty one? Whoever signed that, that front office is probably like, well, we're not going to be around then, so it's whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is not our problem. thinking like that. They're probably, the guy who came up with that idea, the nerd that came up with that idea, like, we could pay this guy until 2035 and we'd be cool. Honestly, I'd probably take that deal. I'd rather have a paycheck every year of a set amount rather than kind of like getting it right away and probably blowing it. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Any guesses on the top five who's on this list now that I'm on it? I know it's not football related, but athletes. Um, yeah, athletes. Roger, Roger Federer. Negative. Christian. Not even in the top ten. Negative. Not even in the top ten. Floyd Mayweather. Negative. Not even in the top ten. Jesus. What love baseball is guys. One? Mike Trout. Mike Trout uh, is position. number two. I meant what uh, sport? He's number uh, one. There's a boxer. 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 Is it, is it a big uh, name? Wilder? Manny Pacquiao? Uh, it's Canelo Alvarez. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And then number four, another baseball player. This one's an easy one. I'm not Bryce a Harper. baseball guy. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Pete, big baseball guy. I said yeah. Bryce Harper first. Pete, the huge heard, baseball uh, guy. <laughs> you serious right now? 
I number five on the baseball player. This is, uh, I don't know. Ant will get this one. I don't know if Pete will get this one. Number number five. Well, Pete's a baseball guy. Let's hear it, Pete. Let's hear it, well, Pete. Let's see, let's see what you got here. You oh, said quiet you said now. First. Huh? No, you said position you, you said it first. Uh, yes, position player. Hmm. He likes to hit yabos. Oh, Stanton. You are correct. Let's go, baby. Huge baseball guy. Huge baseball guy. 325 Huge. million. Garrett Cole, Manny Machado. Alex Rodriguez made the list twice. His deal for the uh, um, Yankees and his deal for the Rangers. I think that's pretty freaking crazy. The little snake. And that just shows kids that's what steroids can get you. Two paydays. That is very that is very true. And Jennifer Lopez. Right. Ooh. <laughs> uh, but back I to mean, Mah- back to Mahomes. Yep. I didn't go on my rant yet. You guys didn't let me go on my rant yet. I, I got a I got a rant too, but you can go ahead because yours mine's like a. Okay, go ahead. You go first. All right. Okay. Um. So like a lot of people disagreeing with the Chiefs extending Mahomes like this. I think a good chunk of those people are just worried because it's very lengthy and it's a lot of money. Uh, but was there really other options? That's the first thing I'll say. Like, was there, you know, the Chiefs just didn't go in there and were like, all right, we're giving you 10 years, 503 million. Obviously, there was negotiations. I don't know really how those work uh, with these kind of this kind of contract, these kind of numbers. But um, yeah, this is obviously what it came to. Like, you know, there's it's possible Mahomes asked for more, but it almost it almost feels like whatever he asked for, you pretty much have to give him because it is so hard to find this type of quarterback, the best player in football. That's kind of what the goal is to all these teams. Like the first number one goal when finding a player, it's find a quarterback that it's really not that's not really even this good. Like you're hoping to find just, you know, above average, above good and they cut. They, they really struck gold here. So they pretty much had no choice, especially where he's. He already won a Super Bowl. Where he's at in his career, not getting paid a whole lot when he won that Super Bowl. He could actually continue to get, can continue to get better. So the bottom line is what I'm getting to. They had no choice but to sign him, pretty much. Um, so I don't really care. The money's a lot. It's all a lot. But you pretty much had no choice. And the people disagreeing with the money, and then you got people disagreeing with um, these people. Kind of get to me because they they are saying that this kills the Chiefs. They won't be able to sign other players in the future. They won't be able to extend some players, most players in the future. I mean, I'm looking at Chris Jones, which that is the downside because Chris Jones, in my opinion, is the second best defense alignment after Aaron Donald League. I think that's pretty well known, um, and he's getting better. So that's kind of the downside. You're going to lose out on him. But, um, you know, again, how hard it is to find this type of quarterback. And you know, you know, So the alternative is you take Mahomes away. You know, that's the alternative. They shouldn't have done this. It's going to hurt him in the long run. So what are you suggesting? That they don't sign him? He's going to leave after the, the contract's done? Then you don't have Mahomes. Who the hell is your quarterback? Keep in mind, right at the second, or before they just extended Mahomes, they already had no cap space. They already had no cap space. So, I mean, this obviously affects future cap space, but who is their quarterback going to be, like, in the future? So then you're kind of – Yeah, Shea Patterson on the roster, Pete's favorite. Yeah, that's a good point. That guy is absolutely (laughs) terrible. He's not going to make the team. Uh, So (laughs) – My my question on this entire thing is how do you you settle on 503 million, though? Like, I I, like – just looking at this this list, though, you have – I mean, obviously baseball players, different sport, but they're making 426 million – and he's making five hundred and three million. That's that's a huge jump. So that's I, I feel like they're going over a hundred million than what should have been expected. All right. Well, let me say this. Let me say I, this. I wasn't done yet. What do you? Oh, oh, that, you made me think finish. of something. You made me think right, of something. Well, Can I just? 
everyone complain. All the people that are complaining about the money are not in front offices because I guarantee he's on any team. If he's on any team, draft, say he was drafted by any other team, every front office in the league would pay for him. Would pay this five hundred three million. Every single one. Yeah, I almost feel like there was a there really wasn't a limit to what they would have paid. Like it would it would have would would it got done today? Probably not. But I I just don't think. Like, the, there was no way the Chiefs were like, all right, if he asked for this, we're not doing it. We don't want him anymore. You know, there was none of that. Like, like this is a once-in-a-lifetime player. They had to do it. And then for those people that say, what if he gets hurt down the line, then it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to backfire on him. And it does, it does look bad, but it's still the right choice because you can't predict injuries. And if you are predicting injuries, you're playing, managing, scared. That doesn't win you anything. The Chiefs know better. They already won something. Uh, another thing to add is the Chiefs. I know they, they they they've won on the draft, and that's how I always said it. You have to win. Obviously, you got to play free agency, right? You win championships through the NFL draft. Unlike some other sports, that's why I love the NFL. So it's a one reason why I love the NFL so much. Um, you really got to build the team, you know. And they've done that. You know, they've drafted Mahomes. They've and that's that was. There's a lot of luck involved in that, and that's why you keep this guy. You're not going to be able to do that again. But they've drafted Chris Jones, but they may be able to do it again. They've had some really good draft picks um, throughout the year that built this team up. Um, they found, like, hidden gems. You know, I mean, Travis Kelsey was somewhat a hidden gem. Um, you know, and they had Frank Clark. Frank Clark was a free agency addition, but they locked him up last year, long term. You know, it's harder to find those pass rushers that fit, and it's such a key piece, maybe, maybe close to quarterback. You know, so they, they got him locked up already, too. Four more years, and now they lock up Patrick Mahomes. So just continue to do your thing to the draft. It's not going to take a lot of cap. Yeah, you'll struggle to extend guys after that, but it just restarts the process. You get guys to the draft. They won with guys to the draft this past year. So they, they know exactly what they're doing. Um, you know, it, it's it's going to be tough if you want to sign somebody. Maybe free agency is going to be a little boring for Chiefs fans, but they're going to be just fine if they're winning Super Bowls. They just got one. They're going to be just fine. They got the best player in football. There, there was really no other. That's that's my point. There was really no other option here. There, there really wasn't. This is just, you have this player. You just don't decline to extend him. You, you just don't. You, period. That's it. End of story. Yeah, but maybe five hundred and two million, five hundred and one well, million. I'm sure million. it was like <laughs> higher than five hundred three at one point. I'm and sure it, it was too. And I, I really, I feel like the Chiefs would have done it for more. You know, I, I there was really. I don't know. I don't think there was a number. I'm really interested to see, like, if they if if they would, like, give us, like, maybe what, what he asked for and then what they countered with and then, like, the whole, like, what it, what it was going back and forth Never and, like, happen. how it came to the 503. That'd be great. It would be. But uh, I, it must I just... suck to be one of those nine teams that passed up on him. Mm. Hate to be a fan of one of those teams, right? <laughs> Unless you're in the business of saving money. Yeah. I think those those people that disagree with them signing Mahomes, like you would rather save the money, but then you would be, I was talking about on Twitter, like it'd be an example of the Bears. Like they technically save money by not picking Mahomes, picking Trubisky instead. So they saved the money and they built a much, even though Chiefs defense is very underrated, getting a lot better. Uh, the Bears built a much better defense, definitely more complete, the Bears did, than the Chiefs, I should say. Um, but it's, it just proves that how important the quarterback position is. And it's why you have to keep this guy around. It's that important throughout the regular season. A lot of the time, just really good, complete teams show up and you don't really, you know, the importance of the quarterback, but you, you definitely know it, but it doesn't, 
you don't feel it as much until you get to like an AFC NFC championship game. Like it just once you get to that point into the Super Bowl, it's just if a team has a dominant quarterback and the other team's got an average one or even a, just a, a good one or anything below, that team stands no chance. Like it, it's obvious every single year. Um, I mean, even in the Super Bowl this year, this year the Niners, the most complete team, I mean, one of the more complete teams in some time. Um, you know, as complete as that Eagles team that won the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, but it was just too much. Mahomes actually struggled in the first half. Uh, but then he was just too much in the second half, and the much better quarterback ended up winning. So it's just something that just had to be done, period, in my opinion. Like, even if we fast forward, he gets hurt or he's not playing as good, and that's – was he going to be hurt for all 10 years? No. But even if he is, it's still the right choice. It's still the right choice. You had to do it. You had to bring this guy back. Yeah, I'm not upset. I'm not upset with it at all. But uh, not to segue this or anything, but what does this mean for – uh, Dak and Deshaun, because hey, hey, obviously, hey, obviously hey, Dak's hey, working through a contract here. Hey, obviously he Deshaun wants, yeah, obviously Deshaun wants to get paid. Where's that? That obviously they just they they just they just won. they went from six to noon real quick. They won. Excuse yeah. my French. It, I mean, well, Danny, big winners Danny on the just day. Just reminded me, Patrick Mahomes is a big winner, and I, those players that Danny just mentioned are big winners. Those, their teams. What about Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson's oh, a Lamar. big winner, too. I think those teams, I wouldn't really call the, I don't know if I would call some of those teams losers at this moment. I'd just call the Cowboys kind of a, kind of a loser because they, it, it felt like Dak and the Cowboys were close. Dak was just asking for a little much. And you don't want to overpay a guy, but you're also paying him for the future because he hasn't even yet entered his prime yet in terms of average quarterback age prime. If that made any sense, um, you know, I, I so, but I think you're losing money. They end up losing money by waiting. I think, and um, I think best case scenario for the Cowboys, just based off today, Dak stays put at his current price. That was just too much, not that long ago for the Cowboys. I, I that price even might go up. Obviously, he's not going to get Mahomes' money, not even close, and he knows that. But we see where the market's at and where the market's going. There's new types of contracts. There's a totally different type of contract than anyone, anyone we've seen. Uh, I think, so best case scenario for the Cowboys is Dak kind of stays put. He definitely could drive that up, and that could cause some problems. And he's going to be a free agent next year, um, and that's it's going to be interesting then. I don't think Jerry's going to budge. I think he's going to look at it and be like, this is ridiculous money. We're not going to pay that. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to if he wants to keep them, but. Well, yeah, they're not in a situation where, I mean, because he's not Mahomes. So, like, it's not a. Like they 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 got him in the mid rounds and they weren't even that in love with the idea of Dak Prescott as a as a prospect. Like they wanted other quarterbacks, well known. They wanted other quarterbacks even in that round. Uh, you know, for they wanted Connor Cook before Dak Prescott. Uh, Who exactly? So um, they yeah it, maybe they feel they can. I don't know, who knows? Get, They're get, gonna win it all with Andy Dalton. Or maybe they feel they can hit on a guy in the draft instead of paying that much money. But maybe McCarthy's got some insight on that. They drafted very well this year, so maybe they're, maybe they're trusting the board. Maybe they're trusting it. Who knows? It's going to be interesting. But, uh, yeah, Watson, Watson and Lamar Jackson also made made big money as well today. I mean, I'm just getting kind of frustrated with seeing on Twitter how, like, all this stuff about Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott, I'm just like, calm down. 
calm down. You're going to get paid, but you're going to get nowhere near Mahomes' money. You're not Patrick Mahomes. It'd be, I think Watson's a guy that definitely should wait. I, I think he's one that could really drive the price up to – it's, I mean, it's not going to be this much, but there's a chance. I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's there's a chance it could be not that far off. Because if we say we wait till he's a free agent, uh, a couple years from now, uh, obviously they're picking up that option, and then um, he could. I mean, he say he's improved. We expect Sean White. He's the same same draft class as Mahomes. We expect him to improve. Um, you know, so he could potentially get a, an insane amount of money. It's wild. I just got a feeling that uh, Bills Bills is gonna blow it and just not want to pay him that much money, and we could see Deshaun Watson being traded next year. Interesting. That's what I think. Uh, I think I don't know. That wouldn't make much sense. I think they're kind of saving the money by trading Clowney, training Hopkins, um, because they're kind of preparing for. To, to pay their most important player in their franchise piece. So letting him walk in free agency versus trading. I would if they traded if Sean Watson's my quarterback and like he's playing like this on the Bears or something like that and they trade him, I don't know if I could be a Bears fan anymore. That would be like it's one thing if he walks in free agency versus trading him. Unless it's like I don't know. I just that would be insane to me if they traded him. I don't know. You, just, you never know what Bill O'Brien over there. GM of the year, Bill O'Brien. I mean, I know it's quarterback. It's different, like, age to Deshaun Watson's younger than DeAndre Hopkins. But, I mean, I thought it was ridiculous that he just traded. I think DeAndre Hopkins is still, I don't know. I think he's he's still probably the best receiver in the league. I don't know. It's just ridiculous that he just traded him and wouldn't renegotiate his contract even. Still mind-blowing. So, I shouldn't be a GM. Patrick Mahomes news wasn't the like actually wasn't like the only news today, which is it's a random day in the offseason. Uh, and this morning we're hearing about Jadeveon Clowney. Finally, some something about Jadeveon Clowney that the Raiders actually made an offer, which was a little surprising because we weren't really expecting the Raiders. Uh, we don't know the number. We know, but we what we also did learn was that there are two to three other teams that have offers on the table and they're all more than what the Raiders offered. So that's interesting trying to figure out what the money is. If it's a short term, long term, how much of a contract is it? How how much is it worth? Uh, Who are those mystery teams? And yeah, still a lot of questions, but apparently Gruden is like kind of pounding the table for he's knocking on wood for Jadeveon Clowney. Uh, but the front office doesn't really want to, um, you know, up their their price, their contract offer. But I think Gruden is kind of asking them to do so. That's what I gathered from that. So um, pretty interesting. I know they had they drafted Cleveland Farrell early last year, and they drafted Max Crosby, who they hit on. It actually looked like Crosby was better than Farrell. Um, you know, you still can't doubt Farrell, of course. But pass rush such an important position obviously game changing position in football you can potentially get better here with Clowney and I didn't notice they move Crosby inside sometimes well so they can get creative uh, even though he is a pass rusher first obviously uh, so they can get creative so I like the idea of it um, I'm just trying to figure out who those mystery teams are I mean we always kind of link them to the Titans so you'd think the Titans got to be one of them but I don't know I figured he would be signing with the Titans by the now. three the three teams offered more than the Raiders? Yes. Two to three it tells teams. me that the Raiders is the long-term deal. 
Think so? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I, I, think, I can. I can see the Raiders being smaller money per year, uh, per year, but like longer term. But we know he's looking for long term, but more money. Because if he has bigger offers, he would take them unless they're not like the years he wants. I don't know. That that would be the only thing. I thought he was in trying to go mind. for. I thought he was trying to win. I thought he was trying to take something small. Trying to win. win. No, he wants. He wants to be locked up. He wants everything. He wants to be locked up. He wants twenty million plus, and he wants to be on a contender. He's asking for a lot. Even though I think he's deserving of a lot of money, I think he's a really good pass rusher. But um, yeah, he wants a lot. But yeah, but because it was a lower offer, you could assume that maybe it's multiple years. That there could be a good point. It could be definitely. It's could be possible. That's what it is. But I was kind of thinking it was shorter term only because who their current pass rushers are. They're both. They were rookies last year. You know, they're both going to be second-year guys, and they believe in those two guys. You know, they definitely believe in them being their their starting pieces for some time. You know, right now, to win right now, obviously you can add more of a veteran pass rusher. So for that reason, I think it could be a one- or two-year deal just to kind of get those other guys developed and ready to go. Um, so th- I think that. But, yeah, figure out those other teams. I mean, through, through the Titans out there, we threw, I think the Colts have a lot of money, and they could definitely use him. Put him opposite of Justin Houston, outside of DeForest Buckner would be pretty crazy. Um, other teams, I was talking about the, the Eagles. Browns. Eagles could be a sneaky team. Yeah, I don't know if that's if that's factoring in the Browns because we know for a fact that the Browns offered somewhere around twenty million and he turned it down. That was like a month ago, maybe more than that. So I don't know if those two to three teams are counting the Browns because we already knew that. So I feel like it's an additional couple teams. There's definitely the a random team in there. I think the Eagles, who wants to go to Cleveland. Uh, Not joking, Noah. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I think, yeah, I think it could be the sneaky team could be the Eagles. They actually have a decent amount of cap space. Um, but yeah, I'm keep going. The Seahawks. You always felt like the Seahawks were definitely in the mix still because you know they need the pat. They don't have like a big time pass rusher. They need them. They trade for them. They could definitely use them back. Um, but if they have. Those teams apparently have more, or uh, more, I guess, more money on the table than the Raiders. The Seahawks is kind of surprising to me in that aspect because I don't know if they have that money, and I don't think they really want to pay that money. So I don't know. I would have said if there was two, three teams interested, or two, three teams, we'll say three, have an offer out there. I would have said the Seahawks, but the fact that these teams have more of, or more money on the table than the Raiders, I almost want to take the Seahawks off that prediction list there because I feel like the Raiders would be higher just a I guess an assumption but I feel like the Raiders would be higher in terms of the money offered than the Seahawks but um yeah I don't see the Seahawks offering 16 16 million might be the max so that means the Raiders might be if they are one of the, the Seahawks are one of the teams the Raiders are might be really lowballing them so I don't know just so going through the like list of teams right now, just saying nope, can't they don't want them, they don't want them, they can't afford them, they can't afford them. I don't know. I would ha- I would I would assume one of the teams would would be obviously the Titans, and then maybe the Browns are still in negotiation. Maybe he's expecting more money, and they're classifying him as a uh, mystery team. Is if the Browns got Clowney, that would be absolutely huge. Miles Garrett with Jadavion Clowney, absolutely scary. You know what's crazy? I was going to throw this out there. Is there's there's a lot of good edge rushers still unsigned. I don't know if it's just like waiting for Clowney to sign. Clowney is setting the market there. And then, and then all the other guys are going to get their yeah. contracts then. It's just crazy, though. 
You got Everson Griffin. You got Marcus Golden. There's definitely a few others out there. Those are impact players. Ziggy Ansah. Yeah, but he's always hurt. He's always hurt. He's good. He's pretty solid. He's good. If he's, yeah, if he's on the field, he's definitely good. Uh, Jabal Sheard. Yeah, he's starting to decline a little bit. I think I think the second clown he signs, I think Everson Griffin and Marcus Golden are going to be signing pretty quick. Pretty darn quick. Marcus Golden had – how many sacks did he have last year? He had a ridiculous amount, and that was like kind of carrying the Giants' pass rush. And I know it was still risky to sign him based off his sacks because – um, he's nothing really proven yet, but or he had 10 sacks last year. I thought it was a little more, but, I mean, it's double-digit sacks. Um, and then Everson Griffin of the Vikings, obviously, he's had a pretty good career. I feel like he's declining a little bit, um, but uh, obviously still a pretty good pretty good player. I don't think he's as good. I think he's still as, as of an effective pass rusher. I think he always used to be, like, a really good run-stopping pass, like defensive end. I don't think he's as good in that category anymore. Um but, yeah, somebody's going to get a starting pass rusher for sure with him, too. So, uh, yeah. So, soon as, uh, like you said, soon as he signs, all the teams that just, like, were trying to get him, that just missed all the all the young, all the the other guys under him are just going to go, like, it's going to go so fast. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like a mini free agency, whatever day that's going to be. Hopefully sometime mm-hmm. soon. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I think the teams up, the, up there got to be – I almost want to say the Jets too. I think the Jets probably have a uh, bigger. They have an offer out there, and it's a bigger offer than the. And maybe even the Giants too. I think both New York teams, the Jets and the Giants, probably if they don't have it now, they definitely had it at some points. Whether it's now or before, a bigger offer than what the Raiders are offering. It's just the question is, does he want to play there? Because obviously he wants contenders. Those really aren't contenders. If he's getting an offer, I'd say from the Giants. For a good amount of years, I would definitely be interested in that deal. I think, I think the Giants are actually heading in there. A lot of questions with Daniel Jones still, uh, but pretty pretty darn impressive. Better than expected in the rookie year. Um, but I think they're heading in the right direction. I think they, they desperately need pass rushers. Um, so I would actually be, if I was Clowney, I would actually be interested in that one. Um, I mean, if you put him with the Jets' defense, that's a really good defense right off the bat because they're kind of just missing that too. I just don't know where they're at. You know, in general, with the team, you know, I'm not a big uh, Adam Gase guy, um, but and yeah, where that where that offense is heading, but even though they got some good talented pieces in there, so I don't know. I th- yeah, I definitely think those teams. I mentioned the Titans. I mentioned the Colts. Obviously, going back to Seattle's possible. I think Philly could be that sneaky team, and we talked about the Browns. Definitely had an offer on the table, and they 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 may still have that offer on the table. So it's gonna be. Anybody got a final prediction? I think we've had like 500 final, 503 million final predictions for where Clowney's going to go. I don't know. I, just, I thought he was going to go to the Titans, and I just have a feeling he's just not anymore. I have no idea where he's going to go, though. Yeah, I was I'm taking the Titans. Not confident at all. How taking the, the Seahawks. I was, I was confident. Now I'm just not anymore. Seems like he's just, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know. It's just taking way too long. He, t- he turned down that much from the Browns. I mean, I know it's the Browns, and, like, we always joke about them, but the Browns, I mean, their team's not bad at all. Like, they actually have a chance to – they could make some noise, but, I mean, to turn down $20 million from the Browns, I don't know. I don't think the Titans are offering anywhere near that. Might have to. I think. I, I mean, I think he's just – I think he's going to end up just taking, like, a one-year deal and chasing money. 
most money for one year or the best chance at a Super Bowl for one year? I don't know. I mean, I hope I hope it's the best chance for Super Bowl for a year. What if the Ra- what if the Baltimore Ravens come along, and they're gonna they got about nine point one million in cap space, so they offer probably not all that, but we'll, we'll just say nine million one year. It takes that. It's appealing though. What about the Saints? I mean, it's the same. It's the same question. Saints Ravens. Uh, they the Saints would offer a little less probably. Tell me the Chiefs. Chiefs. <laughs> I don't think they can pay him. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Uh, I think they need to, uh, they're gonna need to trade Chris Jones. Now, that's another good That's another good debate there um, because do, yeah, do you trade Chris Jones? Because if you don't trade him, he's going to get – It sucks. It sucks, but they're going to have to. I don't know. Well, I don't think so. They, he wants twenty million a year. They don't this have is, okay, twenty this is million what you're a year saying. to give him. They, they, yeah, somebody's gonna pay him at least twenty million. They're gonna, I mean, there, there's ways around it. You can front load it, give him the money earlier while Mahomes is still getting less. It's, it's technically it's possible, but somebody is going to make an offer that the Chiefs just simply cannot do, whether it's front loaded or not. So, um, twenty million at least probably. So somebody else is going to get him. Somebody else in this next free agency, they're going to pay him more. Um, you know, so. And then you lose him in free agency. Let's say they lose him in free agency. They're going to get a third-round compensatory pick. That's a lock. They're going to get the third-round compensatory pick. It's probably going to be the the first third-round compensatory pick, so the end of the third round. But the everyone gets what I'm saying. The first one at the end of the third round. Um, you know, So that's what they get. And it feels like we could have got a lot in return for this guy. So you may say, you need, like Pete's saying here, we need to trade him now or maybe by the trade deadline. And then I think they get at least a first-round pick just because teams are going to be fighting over him rather than having to bid for him. Uh, so at least yeah. a first-round pick because he's that talented. I mean, he was a huge part of that Super Bowl game. And they actually missed – he actually missed some games this year and this the difference when Chris Jones is in and out. But I would argue against you because I, if you trade him, you're not going to have – you would have to trade him by the trade deadline. You're not going to have him for, for this year. And their, their goal is to win the Super Bowl this year. And he was – You say he's not playing. Okay, what if you can get him to play, though? That's that's. The well, goal. I mean, then you're going to use him, obviously. But he said he's okay. not playing unless he gets a $20 million okay. contract. I think – I think he plays still because I think they're going to tell him, like, this is it. This is the last last rodeo. Let's Let's go win it. You know, I guess I don't know what type of person he is exactly, but I, I don't see – I mean, because he's going to play under the – he's going to get money under the tag. So, one more year. Say, I mean, he's not budging on it, but he could. But he just said he's not playing unless he gets 20-plus million a year. Okay, so your, so your point is if he if he holds out, trade him, and I'm going to agree You have to that. trade him, yeah. You have to, yeah, yeah. Does he still get first-round value, though? For sure. He's – I mean – Talk about Aaron Donald, and we're not not saying he's Aaron Donald, but he's he's pretty he's pretty good. He's pretty. I mean, he's pretty disruptive. He gets pass rush. He makes makes the the job easier for guys around him. Really good in run support too. Like I mean, he's talk about like interior defensive linemen being just as almost just as important as edge rushers. Like he's he's one of those talents that's just ridiculous that you can't pass up on. Really. So I mean, if he if the Chiefs somehow can't get a contract done with him and He's not going to play it, and they definitely have to trade him, and they'll definitely get they'll definitely get a first round plus out of him. 
Uh, yeah. I think I'm trying to figure out what teams he could be traded to. But yeah, if it's a first round plus, it's that team. I don't know. For, for some reason, the team that pops in my mind first is the Lions. I think the Lions would really, I think it would be a good fit. Um, that's exactly what they're missing in there. But would they. I think it's got to be a team. I think it's got to be a team that's like contending that doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to get to. Because, yeah, if they trade a first round pick before the year, they end up having a top tier pick and missing out on potentially Trevor Lawrence or somebody like that. Then that, that could really bite them in the keister. Um, Keister. The Seahawks would be another team. They're pretty solid in the interior, but they get better there. Maybe that's why they're not paying a guy like Clowney. They 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 feel comfortable paying like or trading and paying. They like to trade for those types of guys. So I don't know. Or maybe maybe a team. I don't know. It just depends on what he would accept. Like if somebody traded for him and paid him this year. One year, twenty million. Would he would he do it? And they pay him to try to make win that Super Bowl this year, then work on the contract extension after if they if they want to. That's something like Seahawks would do. Like if the Seahawks trade, use a guy short term, but it's usually a low risk trade. This would be a high risk one. Um, yeah, teams like teams like that. I don't know. The Titans traded uh, Jarrell Casey. Do they replace him with Chris Jones? I don't think the Chiefs trade him to the Titans. That'd be ridiculous. I don't think they, they trade them there. Uh, the Packers. I think the Packers would be interested. They're looking for somebody to pair with Kenny Clark, who plays nose. And they were kind of holding out on trying to find a new guy, so that kind of makes sense. That would be scary, that defense. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if he gets traded. Him in, in Gakwe, do those guys get traded before the season starts? Going to be interesting. And then, That's uh, not going to be a good one, folks. Oh, yeah. And uh, David Njoku wants a trade because the Browns signed Austin Hooper. He's obviously going to be their – he's going to be their tight end one. And they drafted Harrison Bryant, who, um, you know, could obviously play along with those guys. So, you know, he wants to be traded. I still think he's their number two for this year. And they have plans for him, but he doesn't seem you to know, be happy. You know, Stefanski likes his tight ends out there. Yeah, but he still wants to be traded. I don't know. It's a crowded room over there. They got, I mean, not just for tight end, but for the offense. They have so many you know, people that are going to be needing the ball. You know, who's, you know who has a crowded room and is probably interested? Probably. Yeah, but I'm not interested, and I'm the final say-so. Bears <laughs> should not trade for him. <laughs> so Pace has got to come to you after they make a deal? No, 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 he's going to come, come to me before they make a deal. They're going to say, all right, this is, right, these are the picks you. that we're going to be offering. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no you don't good. understand. We're not offering any picks anymore. You're done. You're done. Yeah. Um, How many tight ends they got over there? You got 10 plus. Uh, they had seven or seven on the roster last year. Oh they technically currently have like 10 plus, but two of them are like listed as fullbacks. Even, like yeah, that. they didn't use them all. Uh, I like J.P. Holtz. He's a, he's technically a tight end, but he played fullback last year. And the only time we ran uh, well last year was when we ran the I formation with J.P. Holtz. So uh, I expect him to kind of be that uh, 53-man roster. I'm expecting him to be like the last person on that roster, and like they would plug him in on certain game days just to have a different look on the offensive side. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. I would like, I was talking about on Twitter, I would like Njoku on the Texans uh, in that offense with Deshaun Watson. They do have a number of tight ends, though. Um, I think the Colts would be a good fit as well, so teams teams like that. But What about the Cardinals? I think it would work having an athletic tight end that 
I guess, athletic, you know, speed offense, but they use the tight end less than anybody in the league by far. It's like they're just loaded with receivers. Um, yeah, but you got to give some support to your uh, young quarterback there, and I think having a they have, quality I mean, they tight have, end may uh, open Williams. up the playbook a little bit I mean, more. Joku's a lot better than Max Williams, but they're, they're, I think they're kind of – I'd be surprised if they trade for him. I'd be surprised. Uh, I think they're kind of set with their, their targets. But, yeah, you mentioned the Browns have like a crowded – uh, yeah, target rumor at you know talented players, uh, and it's it's good to have that many talented players there, weapons on offense. But yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do because yeah, Stefanski if he's running a similar offense as in Minnesota, which I would guarantee he is, it's a lot of running the ball, running the ball on first down. It's a lot of throwing the ball to the back out of the backfield, um, and then it's using the tight ends quite a bit. Obviously, they're gonna distribute the to receivers a bit. You know, Diggs wanted the ball more. Um, Thielen wasn't used a whole bunch this year, mainly because he was hurt a bit. So they really used their running backs, their tight ends, and then one receiver, it felt like, for, for the majority. So, yeah, how is that going to work with the Browns? Um, we know Chubb and Hunt are going to get the ball. We know Hooper's going to get the ball. I mean, the, the receivers are going to get the ball, but how are they going to be happy? Is is Odell and Jarvis Landry going to be happy with the amount of times they're getting the ball? And you factor in their other couple tight ends if Njoku stays, Harrison Bryant as well. So it's going to be tough to kind of divide up the, the reps to keep these guys happy, you know? Like if Diggs... There's really had, only one guy who's going to complain. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if Diggs had a problem with the amount of times he... Which I actually think he should have had a problem because, you know, every time the Vikings threw the ball downfield of Diggs, it, it was something really good happened. He actually did fumble a couple times, but it was a big, a big play happened. And you were always like left wanting more. Like, why didn't they do that more? And that's why he was upset. And I don't really blame him for that. It's the same play caller here in Cleveland. Stephon Diggs, a little bit of a diva. I know a, a lot of a, a, of a diva. A lot of a lot of a lot of a diva. A lot of quite a large diva. Quite a large diva in Odell Beckham Jr. So I don't know how that's gonna work. Talented players all around. It's gonna be. Yeah, I mean. It's gonna be interesting how they. See, I mean, you watched the Vikings last year. There are a lot of, they're they're in a lot of like personnel. It's like three tight ends on the field at once. And like you actually you know, see maybe, one wide receiver. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. They have one wide receiver. Like the Browns got. I mean, the Browns are like somewhere on the Vikings though. They they got Jarvis Landry and they got Odell. And the Vikings had Thielen and Diggs. It was just, yeah, it's was just gonna be weird. Really... And then then you think about the running backs too. They got Kareem Hunt and they got Nick Chubb. They're gonna put a lot of. Two running backs probably on the field at the same time too. It's just going to be, I don't even, I don't even know. Yeah, very early in the year for the Vikings when Thielen was healthy, you would, act, yeah, a lot. You would actually see a lot of that. Like, what the hell is Stephon Diggs doing on the sideline right now? There's one receiver in there. It's Adam Thielen. We got a bunch of tight ends. You, it definitely deserves to be questioned. So I, I don't know if Stefanski's got the same thing coming in over there. I would expect him to. Uh, obviously, they they got to the playoffs. Uh, Stefanski got to the playoffs last year, but uh, and the Browns have the talent, so definitely one of those things uh, that I'm excited to see because I'm more and more interested about it. You know, a lot of questions there. So, yeah. Interesting. What, they, what about the Steelers? Would the Steelers be interested in another tight end? They signed Ebron. They, oh shit, that's right. Ebron's probably the same role because they have Vance McDonald more of the inline tight end. Ebron. Ebron. Vance McDonald. Ebron will be used in line and kind of the flex tight end, but they they drafted Chase Claypool, who I think is a receiver. I'm just trying to think of teams that would need like a, a like a super athletic one. You know what I mean? Like Ebron's just he's a big target. He's, he can get going, but he's 
It's more of a go get it, and I feel like another. But the Packers. Athletic one. Yeah, the, uh, the Packers could. They could. I mean, they drafted Sternberger last year, and they drafted DeGuara this year. So I think they'll. And they have. Uh, they got Mercedes Lewis. Um, so I think they're pretty much set there. But I don't know. They could get better. You can't be afraid to get better. Yeah. Even though a lot of teams Good are. Team, yeah, teams are. Teams rather try to develop guys. In some instances, it's definitely the right thing to do. Like, I don't know. Like, if you're... What made sense was, and I've talked about this a thousand times, probably, what made sense was sitting Rodgers behind Brett Favre because you have a great quarterback. It's a perfect situation for this guy to learn. But then there are situations where, why are you sitting... Um, you know, what's a good, why are you sitting Mitchell Trubisky behind Mike Glennon? You know, like, what are you doing? You know, like, so that's one of many examples. Um, so that, that stuff kind of confuses me. Or like Jared Goff said a little bit, like he's the first overall pick, like, and you needed a quarterback. Like, so like, I don't know, stuff like that doesn't make sense, but yeah, I don't know. But uh, I think that about wraps it up. We had a pretty big NFL day, even though we're in the middle of the offseason and in the middle of a pandemic here. So pretty wild. Mm. Hopefully, NFL news in the middle of a pandemic. Where do they get the nerve? We're, it's good. We're, we're good. We're all good. We like it. Um, we need it. Yeah, we need more of it. So hoping clowny signs and that kind of will result in a uh, mini free agency there like we talked about, like another – Another big day in the middle of a, the offseason slash pandemic here. So hoping for that. And we'll be, we'll be back on the channel and on the podcast talking about it. Search the Goat House on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter, Goat House NFL. Uh, but that's going to do it. Appreciate everyone for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.